Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the peculiarly sunny voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. Time now for us to ring the dinner bell as we begin the food show. Two hours of on-the-air conversation without, about eating, drinking, general enjoyment at the table. All of this coming to you from 105.3 FM HD2 under the gravitational effect of WWL New Orleans First Radio Station. I am inviting you to be our first conversationalist today. Uh, reminding you that you don't need to have a question or a comment or anything else to join us on the air. You don't have to uh, even have a topic. All you have to do is make the phone call and uh, call us, and all of a sudden we will be talking back and forth, you and I and maybe somebody else. Who knows? Anyway, we'd love to hear from you. That's the uh, It always makes the uh, program better if we have people calling us, uh, you know, we don't, don't need a whole lot of them, but we do need a few. And uh, I would uh, love for that to be you. You got a few minutes? You don't need many. Uh, all, all you need to do is to call us at 260-6368. Here's another way of uh, getting that same number in case you can't remember it. 260-MENU, M-E-N-U. Just call one or the other of those two. Uh, it's the same phone, so it doesn't make any difference. And uh, we will commence to uh, talking about this and that, the food you ate for lunch today or over the weekend, what you're going to be eating tomorrow. It's, uh, it's Mardi Gras. And anything else that's on your mind about food. Uh, and even if you're not sure whether it would apply to this particular program, uh, don't worry about that. Just go ahead and do it. If you have any doubts at all, just call, call us anyway. You'll, you'll, it won't be a problem. Anyway, uh, we'd love to hear from you. And it's not much of a program until we really st start getting an, a few phone calls in here. But, but I've got a million other things to tell you about. One of them is this. It is so cold and so windy out there. And I'm not talking about way the heck out in Abita Springs where they're uh, projecting 27-degree temperatures tonight. That's on the North Shore. It's not going to be nearly that cold on the South Shore. And uh, there's, uh, there's that going on. Uh, and uh, there is also uh, a lot of attention uh, being made to uh, the, you know, what, what kind of uh, effects that uh, winds like that. I mean, I just, I just had lunch, on my, and I had about a three-block walk to get back to the radio station. And uh, it was blowing me around. I'm telling you, it was, it was really ferocious. Now, I was pretty close to One Shell Square and a few other very large buildings, and the building that we are in is a pretty large building, too. And I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. But, you know, I would feel a little insecure about uh, being on a Mardi Gras float tonight, but maybe it'll, it'll calm down by then. Uh, anyhow, I'm not trying to, you know, 
put the kibosh on what you might want to do or not do, but uh, I'm sure that the people who make carnival floats uh, have that all figured up. Uh, and it has happened in the past, but it's been a long time. So uh, we'll just cross our fingers and hope uh, that everything is okay, because uh, that would uh, be a real bummer for, for Mardi Gras. It is, it is Lundi Gras today, Fat Monday. It uh, used to be uh, just a joke, but now, uh, now it's something that people do talk about all the time. So uh, we could talk about that, and I've got a few other things. And I saw, didn't we have, oh, yeah, Michael is calling us over here on the green phone. Michael, thank you for being the first call of the day. Happy uh, Mardi Gras, Tom. Happy Mardi Gras. For, I'm glad to be calling in on a Mardi Gras colored phone. So that's you great. are, yeah, all three, uh, purple, green, and gold. And, well, this, this one has an extra uh, color in it. It's uh, polka-dotted black and orange. Hmm. Well, that's, you know, that, that's, that's to celebrate being the first call of the day. So yeah, I'm well, there you go. You, you get these oddities. <laughs> yeah. Tom, the other day, last week, I think you were talking about Marcel Bienvenu. Yeah. And I've got a couple of her cookbooks in that the series, Who's Your Mama, Are You Catholic, oh. and You Make a Roux, <laughs> and great recipes. And just a great, uh, great storytelling in those books and photographs yep. and everything. Yeah, she has a lot of stories to tell, too. Uh, I, I've, I've known her since college years, and uh, she's just terrific. And, you know, you were talking about cookbooks. She actually wrote uh, most of Emerald's cookbooks. And if, if that sounds like, uh-oh, uh, it doesn't. That's most, almost every cookbook is done that way. You bring in somebody who's an expert at putting the putting the words on the page and it winds up coming out really, really good, uh, even if you, that person might not have actually uh, done all the testing and everything. Well, she does. A, she's a great cookbook author, and we've cooked a lot of her recipes. And, and I've got that cookbook of Emeralds, which I think was his first cookbook. And the name of it escapes me, but he's standing with a big basket of crawfish on the cover, I think. But, <laughs> and she yeah. does a, that are, you know good recipes in that one too. But Tom, you had mentioned. A book that she wrote that may be limited in print or out of print that was perhaps some type of history. Yes, of Cajun cuisine. What yeah. was the name of that, if you recall? Uh, it's the Tom. The, the Tom. Excuse me. The Time Life uh, Cookbook of. Well, well, let me tell you what it was rather yeah. than the uh, the name of it because I'm, I'm not sure if it, the name would make much difference. It, the Time Life, you know, they've always put out these series of books on many, many different topics. And they did one on the cooking of America. And when they were working on this, they got uh, her. This was real early in her career. Uh, Mar me, uh, uh, Marcel Bienvenu. And uh, she wrote the thing. But about halfway through, uh, she talked to one of the editors of, of the book to uh, notice that there's really a big difference between Southern cooking, which is how they had, at, at the beginning, that's how they figured this would be marketed. And he, she said, it, there's a lot of difference between Southern cooking and New Orleans and Louisiana cooking, and, and it really ought to be two separate books. And, yes. and they took that advice, and she wrote the Creole Cajun uh, version of that. And then the Southern one, I don't know. I've never seen it, so I don't know. But uh, all right. Well, I'm going to try to find that. There's a great good luck. Little it's well, a rarity, and I know it. There's a great 
website. I'm not plugging them. I have nothing to do with it. Go ahead. I don't care. It's all right with me. Uh, Thrift Books, or I think it's thriftbooks.com. Anyway, they Mm -hmm. sell used books, and they have millions of titles, and you can find some great I found a cookbook on there. I ordered it. It was the Italian-American, the New Orleans Italian cookbook put out mm. by the Jefferson Parish, you know, uh, whatever the Italian yeah. group there is from the 1970s. Mm. It's probably been out of print for decades. Great cookbook, but you can find some things. So I'm going to try to see if I can find it. So yeah. thank you for that information. It's worth doing. Uh, I can tell you this, that the, the Time Life book that she did is really super it's it's really what captures uh what it set out to do and uh, not too many cookbooks were being written about new orleans food back then yeah. well thank you tom yeah. have a uh, warm of a mardi gras if you can tomorrow Ooh, I, enjoy all the festivities and i'm on i'm going to be standing there on gallier hall right in front of there uh and as i always do on on mardi gras I'll give a play-by-play of all the all of the uh, bands and the floats and everything that float by. Well, enjoy, Tom. Always uh, enjoy your program. Thank Thanks, you. Sir. Thank you very much. It's the food show. Uh, as long as we're talking about that tomorrow, uh, I think we start pretty early in the morning uh, with our usual lineup of, of people. Uh, I'm I'm lucky in that uh, we have three of us, uh, me and, uh, and, well, other two other guys. And one of them's a girl. And... <laughs> Uh, and that's the way we've been doing it for a while, and it's uh, really enjoy doing that. And uh, f- we'll be on from 11, Angela and Newell, yeah. Uh, and we will be there from uh, 11 o'clock until 2. And at 2 o'clock, I'm going to bolt for uh, Broad Street and see how close I can get to the Crescent City Steakhouse which is going to be a full house tomorrow, but uh, we have kind of a tradition with them uh, going over there and noting that carnival means goodbye to beef or, or meats in general. And so we figure the, the thing to do is to actually go to a, a steakhouse on Mardi Gras. And I started doing that about 40 years ago. At that time, there was nobody else there at all. A few years later, they started getting some people. Now you have to to, you know, get a crowbar to get in there. It's a hugely successful deal. And this is the uh, Crescent City Steakhouse. I'm sure any of the other steakhouses that uh, we have around town, I'll bet you a lot of them are, are doing that now. It really makes a lot of sense. It's as great a tradition as anything else associated with Mardi Gras. Why not? I mean, that's the whole concept. So anyway, uh, go take a look at that. And I'll see you uh, on the radio tomorrow as we uh, do our usual broadcast with Newell and with Angela. And Angela uh, and I have been doing this, uh, the two of us, and sometimes some other guests. And uh, Newell is a new addition to our our Mardi Gras coverage, and I'm very happy uh, about that. He's a good personality over there on the Big 870 WWL. So we'll have quite a gang tomorrow, and maybe what we will have to do is to hold one another in place so we are not blown away by the winds, which I tell you are uh, striking. Let's just say that. I've I've been in some windy situations before, but this one's and cold, too. I mean, it strikes me that way. But then again, I'm kind of tender, you know, or else I wouldn't be able to have a, a good taste situation. Or would I? 
I don't know. It just sounded good for the moment. 260-6368. 260-6368. Over the weekend, my wife and I, uh, we, we were having meetings over dinner uh, talking about everything we need to do before we go on vacation, which we are doing in two weeks from now. And it's going to be, uh, as, it, as it always is, we have uh, guest hosts coming on while, while we're away. Anyway, we were uh, talking about the things that we uh, had figured on doing uh, in uh, various parts of Europe, particularly in, uh, in London. My, my wife loves London. I, uh, I've only been around London a little bit, so I, not enough to, to really know anything. You got anything on, uh, on going to uh, going to London? I'd, I'd like to get your advice about that or about anything else on, on your mind at all. Uh, anyway, so we're having, we're having dinner, and uh, first thing is always the, the big fight over where it, it's not really a fight. It's just uh, nobody has any good ideas, it seems like. Uh, we, wanted to, we decided on going to this Mexican restaurant in Covington, and when we got there, either they were taking the day off or they are not there anymore. I'm not, I'm not sure, but when I went over there, uh, I couldn't find the place, and at first that, you know, my, my wife uh, had the idea that I'm my usual goony kind of a self. But, uh, in fact, uh, she couldn't find it either because I think it was just closed for the night was the deal. So uh, we were only about a block away from Del Porto, which I think is the best uh, uh, local Italian restaurant in the whole city, not just in the city of Covington, but the entire metropolitan area of New Orleans. I really mean that, and uh, I've been saying it for quite a while, and at one time I saw on another column by another restaurant critic uh, the same idea. He thought so, too. So uh, anyway, they the only complaint we've had about Del Porto in recent times is that uh, they have not changed their menu a whole lot uh, over the over the last few years. Anyway, uh, I don't know whether they were taking a cue from us. Probably not, but uh, it's good to think that. And we were looking uh, over that, and we noticed that quite a few new dishes had been added to the menu. So we said, well, let's let's just stay here and, and have dinner here. And uh, we had some really uh, terrific things. One of the best of which is is a dish called uh, spaghetti a la trip. Wait a minute, uh, because I'm trying to say it, I'm gonna goof this up. Uh, amitri, uh, wait a minute, uh, pasta amatriana. I'm close. Anyway, it'll come to me in a second. Anyway, this is a uh, this is a great dish. It is considered to be the city dish of Rome although there are a couple of other recipes that claim for that, too. Anyway, uh, they were doing that that night over there at, uh, uh, over at the, the place where we were dining, and we said, let's get this. And it was just great. I mean, uh, uh, the kind of great that you're telling everybody about. So I'll tell you more about it after we come back for a message or two. It's The Food Show, 105.3 FM, 260-6368. We'll be right back. Hello. Welcome back. It's The Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. I uh, invite you to call us and uh, be part of our uh, ongoing conversation over here. 
Uh, you don't have to have anything in mind. You don't have to have a question in your head. You don't have to have a, a, a report to make or anything like that. All you have to do is call us, 260-6368. And once you're here, you will not be wondering, uh, trust me on this, you will not be wondering, well, what do I do now? Because there will be a very obvious uh, conversation to be had about maybe you'll start it, maybe I will, maybe we will together. I don't know. But it always comes out uh, pretty interesting by the end of the program. And today started off a little earlier than usual. So uh, give us a buzz, will you? 260-6368. It makes the whole show a lot better. Not that that's your responsibility, but uh, because it's uh, it's uh, just one of those things that needs to be out there. When when nobody calls in, nobody continues to call in. When we have one person who calls, the next thing you know, I've got two of them, and the right after that, I have four. You know, and then all of a sudden, we have all kinds of interesting things being talked about. All we need is that first one person. Would you mind being that today? You really don't have to do anything. It won't take up more than a couple of minutes. And you, uh, do it anywhere you want, except I wouldn't do it while driving or anything else that uh, occupies your attention. And I certainly wouldn't want you to take any time away from the time you spend with your kids, So uh, if that's uh, one of your deals. But um, we would like to hear from you, 260 Six, eight, and you'll be happy you, you did call us, and uh, you'll learn something about it, and so will I and everybody listening to us. I mean, think of all of the effect you could have on all of these people who are nice enough to share a moment of their time with us talking about one of the great aspects of New Orleans culture. The main one, uh, at least on a small scale, is, is uh, Mardi Gras. Tomorrow... Well, it takes over everything uh, on Mardi Gras Day, that's for sure. And uh, we certainly will. I'm spending the whole day doing Mardi Gras stuff from pretty early in the morning uh, all the way through the day. And it's uh, after dark by the time I head home. I will see you somewhere around on the, on the route. Uh, we'll be broadcasting live from Gallier Hall tomorrow all day long. And I will... Uh, also bump into you maybe at the Crescent City Steakhouse, which is where I go every year to celebrate Mardi Gras and uh, goodbye to meet and uh, and then hello to all of these people who somehow or another uh, picked up the habit as well. And uh, this year and from now on, uh, the, this dinner that we have, it's, it's totally disorganized. You don't have to make a reservation. Well, I would make a reservation if they even have any left. But uh, we have a table that I set aside, and it's open to anybody who gets there early enough that they can grab a spot. Uh, but uh, starting this year, we're going to call it the uh, Clark Martyr uh, uh, Memorial Dinner, uh, Clark the gourmet truck driver, you may remember him as. He was a, he called in our program uh, incessantly for 20 years, at least 20 years, maybe 25. And he was a delight and funny, and everybody liked him, and he showed up at some of our Eat Club dinners, and then he started coming to these Mardi Gras deals, and he was part of it uh, throughout that. And the funny thing about it, though, is that he would always bring a couple of really good bottles of wine with him, and he would uh, often as not pick up the check for everybody who happened to be sitting at that table. 
And I used to just really go crazy trying to get behind him and uh, make sure that he didn't pay another one of them, because why should he pay for all these people he doesn't even know? Well, he he never, he, he always won. I, no matter what I did, somehow or another, he'd do something else in which he would... Uh, pick up the check for everybody at our table. you got to love a guy like that. We uh, certainly miss him, uh, Clark Martyr, a real nice guy. He was the nephew of Harry James, the, prump, the trumpeter. 2606368, the kind of pasta I was trying to remember a minute ago uh, is uh, uh, matriciana. This is, uh, it's spaghetti, but it's made with very thick spaghetti, and sometimes you even get bucatini, Bucatini is interesting because it has a little hole that runs all the way through it from end to end. And if you suck on them, <laughs> I know what you, why would I want to do that? Uh, if you suck on them, they actually whistle. And uh, kids uh, tend to discover that. It's, it's kind of fun. And it also has another name, Perciatelli. It's all the same thing. It's, it's just a, a really fat um, spaghetti. And it's tossed with some tomatoes, and there's some uh, uh, guanciale, which is uh, pig's pig's uh, or hog's jaw. Anyway, it's smoked. It tastes like bacon to most people. And uh, there are a few other things in there. It's a wonderful dish. It is not one we see on uh, Italian menus around New Orleans. If you were to go to, let's say, Chicago or parts of New York City, and certainly, if you went to Italy, you would find that, that was, that's everywhere you look, uh, pasta amatriciana. But uh, today, uh, we had it over at uh, Del Porto. At least I did. I got it as an entree. Usually, I just get an appetizer of pasta. That's the way they do it in Italy. But I, uh, it just sounded too good to me. So I, I got it. It was wonderful. And my wife found this thing that had some pork belly in it. It was more or less a salad. I think she ate three different salads during that meal. Well, you know, that's what she wants, you know. Uh, so anyway, we had a, a lovely dinner there, and we were talking about our upcoming trip. Uh, she has decided to do a uh, face. No, wait a minute. It's, um, hmm. Um, there's this uh, service you can post all your photographs for all your friends uh, online. You know, you can just go over there and, and uh, watch all the places that they're going to. And we're going to do that uh, if we can, uh, you know, figure it all out. We, fortunately, between my daughter and my son, uh, they're both so savvy in terms of putting together Internet, internet kind of stuff that I think uh, it'll be up there and be kind of interesting. Uh, I'll let you know when that's uh, out to be looked at. Two six zero six three six eight. Guy is on the phone, or is it Guy? We'll we'll know in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Tom. Hi. Which which one are you going by? Uh, usually, um, I'm Guy. Guy. You can call me Guy. I I, uh, um, I ran into a guy named Guy. Uh, Guy, excuse me. Uh, about a week ago, he's now the the chef uh, over at. Uh, this place called uh, Briquette uh, in the in the warehouse district, and that that's G U Y, and and he says Guy. Well, everybody has a different idea. Well, I I have a progress report in the sense that we we moved out of New Orleans a month ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Where'd Baltimore. you go? We're, we're, we're in Baltimore now. Oh, really? What are you doing there? 
Uh, well, we we came to be close to my son. Oh, that makes good enough. Training sense. here. Yeah. Um, but I I just I ran into your name in my phone when I was looking for someone else with a letter F name. <laughs> By the way, we've we've always loved Felix's in the quarter. Yeah. I've only been to the one on the lakefront once, and it was unappealing. I thought. Oh yeah. Very. Hmm. Very pleasant place, but the food and the service weren't so good. Ah. But that was just one try when they were first open. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's what it sounds like to me. What, what I really called to ask you about was whether there was a good place to use to find food reviews in Baltimore. Is, is that Yelp or? Uh, oh, I certainly wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't go over there. Uh, you, you know. Um, there is a, a, an excellent magazine there called, uh, see if I can remember it. It's a monthly magazine. It's a, a kind of a, in the same category as New Orleans Magazine here. Is it's uh, uh, uh-huh. uh, Anyway, it's a Washington-based uh, magazine, but they do cover, you know, Baltimore is next door. So uh, they do right. cover a lot going on there. And it's a terrific magazine. I, I uh, subscribed to it for a long time, and uh, except for a little while after Katrina, I never lived in Washington uh, or anywhere around it has, there. It has Washington in its name, you think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it, you know, as a, the, if I'm trying to think about it, I'll never remember it, but it'll pop up in a couple of minutes. Huh. It's certainly well-known okay. around there, and I can tell you, because I got to know him pretty well, their restaurant critic who was there for a long time, I think he has since moved on, uh, but he was very uh, good, I thought. So, uh, And that was okay. always an emphasis. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, well, you know, after Katrina, I, uh, I, I applied for a job there. Because right? I I didn't know what was going to happen here, but uh, it turns sure. out everything was fine here, so I just came back, happy to be here. Oh, I'm glad. Okay, well, I don't uh, hear you on the radio anymore. No? But, uh, well, it's easy I enough. Could, go huh? go to www.com, click something, you'll uh, see it easily enough, that says shows, S-H-O-W-S. And uh, you will very quickly see... That at the time our show is on, this one is on from three to five, or actually three to seven, mm-hmm. if you don't mind a rerun. Right. <clears throat> and it, and okay. you can listen to it on your computer, on your smartphone, a million other ways. Good. Are you still on WWL on the weekends? On weekends, if we can squeeze in between the football games, well, we've done that, but between the uh, basketball and baseball games, uh, this mm-hmm. time of year. Like this weekend, I'm not going to be on. I wasn't this past weekend either, but it uh, it comes and goes. But yeah, whenever there's nothing uh, in the way of sports, I do show up. But look at WWL. Mm. You, you don't have WSMB isn't your call letter anymore. No, huh? no, it's it's not oh. there. To yeah. my great chagrin, okay. I tried and tried to to uh, talk them out of that, but. Well, yeah. it's good. It's hmm. good to talk to you. We've only eaten oysters here, I guess, once since we're here. And they, yeah. they hmm. were okay, but they weren't Louisiana oysters. No, but you know what? I, w- I was about to get into that anyway. Uh, the oysters that they serve around there—they're actually exactly the same species that we eat here. So yeah. you're not talking about something that's too far out. They are smaller. And there are some people who would say that the flavor is better, although I would not be one of those people. 
and uh, and you can do okay. Also, you find crab meat, same as ours, exactly the same. Even soft-shell crabs, although most of that actually comes from here, gets shipped up at prices that will blow your mind, (laughs) and not in a good way. Well, we've had uh, some wonderful crab cakes. There's a place called Coco's that we've been to a couple times that serves a huge hunk of crab for $25 or something Mm. that was real good to bar. Anyway, it's good to talk to you again. You'll probably probably hear from me from time to time. Well, I'll be here. I, I think I'm pretty your, sure. Your birthday isn't tomorrow, huh? No. Uh, that, that Mardi Gras once in a while? Yeah, it's. I get it every, uh, well, actually, it has never fallen on my birthday since the day I was born. And No kidding. No, it never has That's been. Amazing. And But when I turn 84, <laughs> I get it. And if I, to, if I can keep going to 95, I'll get it again. I don't well, think I'll be around for the uh, 1,000, oh, wait a minute, was it, it's 11, 11.37, I think, is, <laughs> I get it again. So I, amazing. I, yeah. you'd, you'd think it would come every seven years or something. You would. Uh, it's the 6th of February, but I, uh-huh. uh, I've, uh, we've had a 5th, I remember the 5th of September, of, of September, did I say that? February. And... Right. Uh, and uh, the uh, the other ones around the, the I remember Mardi Gras turning up on February seventh on at least two occasions. So oh, uh, it's peculiar, and just the way those calendars work. Okay. You, you know, they, right. this is true. You can take this to the bank. They do not make calendars the way they used to. <laughs> you only see Ash Wednesday, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, nice talking okay. to you. Good luck in uh, Balti. Yeah, we'll yeah. enjoy. We came to be with our son, as I told you, and yeah. uh, that's going to make it special for us. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll find some good places to eat. I'm sure you will. Uh, they have a lot of heritage in, in eating there, and you know, you know what else they have. I, I would be re, uh, remiss if I didn't tell you. The train yeah. can go straight from there to here and back and back. And oh, it's, that's right. I think it's one of the best trains in the, the Amtrak system. It's the best one operating out of New Orleans, anyway. It's the Crescent. Does it have a name? The Crescent. The Crescent. Yeah, the Amtrak Crescent. It, it leaves every morning at quarter after seven in the morning. You have breakfast while you're along the lakefront. And then it uh-huh. goes all the way up through Atlanta and then all the way to New York City. Well, that might be fun. We, it is fun. Uh, of course, there are, there are nonstop flights to Baltimore now, which uh-huh. maybe well, makes it very nice. If, if you're That's doing it for convenience, with... this that ain't it. Uh, uh, right. Because uh, if you're on a train, it's going to take you a while. And, and if you get a sleeper, right. which you certainly must have, I think... Uh, and that's re- yeah. r- almost ridiculously expensive. So. Has, has the food gotten any better? Uh, no. No, I'd yeah. be lying if I told you otherwise. It's not horrible, uh, but took, it's not 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 yeah. what it could be. I took the city of New Orleans when I was in college. Ah. That's the only only time. Okay, well, very good. I'm, it's really good to talk to you. I hope you have the day off tomorrow. Oh no! Heck, I'm I'm on crew. the air. I, I'm going with the radio crew. We'll be at Gallier Hall tomorrow. Uh, I'll be there starting at eleven o'clock, going till two. 
I've been doing that for uh, like, yeah, well, I've been doing that for 25 years or so. Only I'm a lifer. We're out, usually out in the street, but well, that's a much uh, better way to look at it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you have a All good right, thank time. Thank you. Thanks for calling. See ya. It's the okay, food show. Bye. That was a good uh, little conversation there. Two six zero six three six eight is our number. Two six zero sixty three sixty eight. We'll be back with more in a moment. Do we need a break? We don't, or do we? Hello, welcome back. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. I was telling the last caller right before the break there uh, about a magazine uh, in Washington, D.C. He is moving to Baltimore and was looking around for information about the dining scene around there. And uh, Doug, our producer, uh, came up with the uh, exact thing I was trying to remember but couldn't. It's called the Washingtonian Magazine. It's a really, really great magazine, even if you don't live there. But they do have a lot of uh, restaurant reviews in it, and they covered that scene pretty well. So uh, if, you're st- uh, if you're still listening to us over there, uh, Guy or Guy, uh, there you go, the Washingtonian. Now, joining us over here on the purple phone uh, is uh, Rusty, it looks like. Rusty. Hey, Tom. Well, greetings from Key West. Key West. Well, uh, how are things over there? It's a lot warmer than it is in New Orleans, I understand. Ooh. Oh, it could almost not help being that way. Did you guys hit? Uh, you guys got hit pretty hard by the hurricane this last year, didn't you? I wouldn't know. I live in Kenneth. Oh. <laughs> you know that won't be funny to anybody who was hit by that. But okay, we'll. But that's uh, our mistake, and we back away from it and pretend like it never happened. Now, welcome. What's up? Well, thank you. I heard a guy call from Baltimore. I thought I would yeah. uh, beat him by distance and call from Key West. Oh, okay. Well, there you are. You, you su- you've Tell succeeded you a, at that. A story. I went to lunch uh, three or four days ago there in yeah. Metri. Yeah. And had a seafood gumbo at my favorite restaurant. Mm. You're going to guess what the restaurant is. Had the seafood gumbo. Yeah. I, I looked at it and said, oh, they started adding oysters to their seafood gumbo. And mm. I went to Eaton. And yeah. the oysters turned into lump crab meat. Ah. Lumps so big, I mistook them for oysters at first. My goodness. Well, wow, that's always dish. nice to find. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, incredible. Boy, uh, there, there, the there was... There, well, I'm sorry, what? It was the restaurant The Catch. The, uh, say it again? The Catch. The Catch. And catch a football. Oh, where yeah. where is that? It's on uh, Gessner, there oh, in Metairie. On where? Gessner. I think Gessner. it is right before you cross over I-10. Uh, gosh, that doesn't. none of this rings even the tiniest bell with me. I never heard of it. Not that that means anything. Mm-hmm. There are a lot, no, there are a lot of restaurants out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, they've only been there about a year. Hmm, they yeah. actually came from uh, Laplace. They had off the dock in Laplace, huh. lost their lease, hmm. and moved to uh, Metairie. Oh, well, I'll go looking for it. Yes, yeah. man, the seafood gumbo is, uh, people have told me it's the best in the in the city, and I, yeah. I can't argue with them. Oh, well, good. I'm always looking for good gumbo. <laughs> yeah. well, okay, yeah. sir, I'm going to go out and uh, drink me a beer to the sunset in yeah. West. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. Have fun. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, yeah. uh, If you fi- now that you're, you're looking around there, uh, they have these... They have these uh, little uh, 
let's see, what's what's the what's the right word for them? Uh, so it's uh, a seafood that's kind of unique to that area. The conch fritters. The conch, conch, yeah, that's it. Conch yeah, fritters. Yeah. Here is uh, I can sum that up in terms of my apprehension for it, uh, like this. They taste like little rubber erasers from the end of your pencil. And um, and that's about the texture of them, too. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure they taste quite that good. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah they, they don't impress me, but they, they make a big, big fuss over those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's for sure. Okay, sir. A, a conch, yeah. C-O-N-C-H. Here's another reason I hate conch. They eat oysters. They actually drill through the shell. You know what an oyster shell, if you threw an oyster shell at somebody, you'd hurt them. So don't ever do that. But the, they're pretty thick, but these conks get in there and they drill right in, in and suck the oyster out. Now, you got to be against that. I mean, I, certainly anything that harms my oysters, to heck with it. I'm sorry, what did you say? Vampire? What, what vampire what? Oyster, oh, vampires. Yeah, the, uh, they could certainly be uh, called that. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, 2606368. Uh, we had a sponsor here for quite a while. I don't know if they're coming back or just in hiatus or whatever, uh, but it's called um, Trinus. And today uh, I had some work I needed to do here early in the day. I got here in late morning, recorded a whole bunch of commercials, and then uh, and then I found, well, I've got three hours here. Let me you know, just go out and have a, a serious lunch for a change. I don't eat lunch very often. So I, I went over to Trinas. It's in the Hotel Intercontinental. Uh, and uh, as they took me at the door over to a, a table that was just far enough to keep me out of the wind. Uh, I think anybody closer to it would not have liked it. But it was okay with me. So I'm sitting there, and I look over the menu, and I, I make a decision that was pretty much made before I even thought about going over there, and that is that they have a great oyster bar there. They have them raw in the half shell. They, they bake them. They grill them. They do just about anything you can imagine with the oysters, which is one of the reasons I like it. We've done several Eat Club dinners over there. The last time we did one, it was really something because uh, the first course was one hour of wide-open oyster bar. Imagine. And it was terrific. Anyway, so I went over there for lunch today. Uh, and, and looking over the menu, I decided I'll have a, this this uh, appetizer of uh, the soup du jour, which was a tomato-based soup that was uh, roasted tomatoes at that. Very unusual. Had some crab meat in it and also some cheese in it. Anyways, that was really good. And then I got uh, four different kinds of baked oysters. And, uh, you know, how could I get too worked up about that? So anyway, uh, that's what I had for lunch today, and all those things you heard me say in the commercials about it. This was, what I just told you, was not a commercial. As far as I know, they are not uh, advertising with uh, our show right now. But uh, that place is some kind of good. I, I really, really love it. I think it's one of the best finds I have made in quite a while. It's uh, called Trinas. It's in the Hotel Intercontinental. Now... 
Uh, over here on the green phone is Stephen. Hello there. Hello. Come on in. Hello. How are you? Um, tell Marianne to try the club sandwich at Frangelica's. Frangelica's in, in Lakeside? Yeah. Not, yeah. In, not in Lakeside. Not, in, uh, Lake, in, Lakeview. Yeah, Excuse Harrison me. Avenue or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly where it is, about three blocks off of Canal Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they do their, they use the bread of um, uh, Texas toast for their bread. Oh, yeah? So it is a little bready, but, you know, it's all right. Well, you don't have to twist her arm because uh, my wife is a big, big fan of the people that own that place and also uh, yeah. Katie's. So uh, yeah. she's on their side before she even even eats there. But I think she yeah. does actually eat there pretty often. Yeah. And the other day when I was out at that chicken place on Franklin Avenue, yeah, yeah. Um, I know they have those pictures of the guys from the 30s. You see them several different places yeah. throughout the city. And they're same three guys. Yeah. Oh, hmm. and they're in uh, non-powered oyster boats, and they've got a big pop, and they seem to be throwing the oyster shells back into the water. Yeah, well, it's not a bad idea because you're not going to eat the oyster shell. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, is that, do oysters reclaim another oyster shell and uh, they, make a shell? They do, in fact, although that is, uh, the way they're raising oysters these days, uh, I'm not so sure they're doing that all the time, but uh, the the hard part is getting the little baby oysters to latch on to something that's big enough to support them, and old oyster shells are uh, one of the things that they look at. They don't exactly recycle them, but they uh, there's a connection there. Okay, well, this these pictures were probably taken in the 40s or the 50s. Hmm. And, I mean, they didn't have any motors whatsoever on these, what looked to be like a 20-foot rowboat, but full of hmm. oyster shells. And you could see them with a big shovel, and you saw oyster shells in the air. Well, if so there's I knew anything, they were throwing it anyone, in. Any one thing I know about uh, oysters, it's that... It's a lot of work for the people who pull them up for us. Yeah. A lot of work. Yeah. And these ones that are being uh, on, that they're setting up on racks now? Yeah. Uh, uh, they're and, a lot more expensive, huh? Uh, a, a good bit, but I still think they're a terrific bargain, and they're a better price than anywhere else in America. Okay. So it's, uh, I guess you could get worked up about it, but uh, I think it's worth every nickel. I love oysters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks okay, for calling. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Bye. It's the food show. Didn't we have a, somebody else who was on hold? Where the, uh, whoever that was, why don't you call us back? We're ready for you right now. We'll take care of you right, well, actually, it's almost news time, isn't it? Oh, well, you can't do everything. 260 I see, see what I mean? I said this at the beginning of the program. I said what we really need is just like one person to be here to trigger off the second person who will trigger off the next four, who will trigger off the next 16. And by asking for that and getting it from our listeners, we have had a lot more phone callers 
uh, just over a, par- a fairly short period of time, uh, less than a month. It's been working out very well, and I thank everybody who has been calling us. And I invite you to, uh, as we go into the second course of the uh, food show, we have the news coming up in just a minute, and uh, we'll talk to you on the other side. And by then, I'm hoping to hear your your voice on the phone at 260-MENU, 260-M-E-N-U, or 260-6368. But uh, otherwise, what else do I have to report to you today is Lundi Gras. Uh, There was something that happened to me on Lundi Gras that I'm halfway ashamed of but very lucky about. Uh, And it will always go down in my personal history as being something I ought to be ashamed of, but uh, we'll talk about it later. Hang tight. More of the food show coming here on 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.